listening to the Tucson Weekly's sports podcast, All Bets Are On, with co-host Christopher Bowen and Tyler Vondrak. Welcome to another issue of All Bets Are On, the Tucson Weekly Sports Podcast. Today is Friday, December 4th. Joined by my buddy, Tyler Vondrak. I'm Christopher Bowen. We're not going to talk about Arizona football because Arizona football is over, thank God. And I was right. I want the record to show. I, I said 4-8 and eight preseason. They went 4-8. and eight. Seven wins was what I predicted. Man, you were wrong. That's it's all right. It's more. all right. And uh, so we're not going to talk about football other than the Pac-12 title game that does not involve Arizona, obviously. We're going to talk about Arizona basketball. They go to Wacko Waco and go try to uh, visit Ruby Ridge or whatever and play against the Baylor Bears. In Waco. That's happening Saturday. We'll break down that game. We'll break down the Pac-12 at large for basketball, replacing football with basketball on the Pac-12 Superlative Show. And then we're going to pick the conference championship games that's happening happening this weekend, including the Pac-12 title game. Tyler, first off, Arizona plays Baylor in Waco on Saturday afternoon in a battle of top 25 teams. If you're not aware, Baylor's 6-1, ranked 18th in the AP poll, 3-0 at home, Arizona 9-0. First true road game of the year for them. Tips off 10, 10 a.m. local time, noon. Or I guess that'll be 11 a.m. Central. It's a morning game. Yeah, so it is a morning game. I thought it was It'll a morning end in the afternoon. True. Anyway, Tyler, <laughs> what are your expectations after after that oh-so-impressive showing at the at the Wooden Legacy Tournament or whatever they call that yeah. thing that they hold in a freaking convention center? Uh, they, you see what they're doing next year for it? They're only doing four teams. Uh, that's about two yeah, too many. Yeah, yeah. UCLA. They got UCLA, Virginia... Kansas and one other team. Yeah, I mean, at least it'll be interesting. Uh, well, we won it, <laughs> which we were supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was the most impressive uh, of wins. With the announcing was oh, oh, that UCLA guy on the announcing was just <laughs> painful. Oh, this hair and mediocrity coming through the mic, which I'm used to being a part of the 42nd episode. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to throw stones at a glass house. Uh, <laughs> well, we don't. But, have, we don't but, need windows no, here. So no, yeah, good. yeah. So yeah. So you. Uh, it, it was. It was exciting. That that was nice. It, it was funny. I talked to you know one of my buddies uh, the week before all the games started. He's like, I'm so excited about having a team uh, that's fine, like a U of A team that like blows out teams that they're supposed to. And I just felt like you had to say that. You had to say that because now we got a bunch of teams. And not saying that Penn's bad. Pepperdine looked great. I mean, they gave us everything they had in the tank. Yeah. And uh, Wake Forest, I don't think there was a doubt at a point. Uh, Max Hazard came in and drained those two threes to really kind of regain control of that game in the first half. Uh, but, man, we were definitely tested. Definitely uh, different playing from McHale with this group. Uh, we saw that Zeke's a human being, uh, despite being a gigantic one. Uh, he is actually human, and, and people are accounting for him and putting that into their game plan, for better or worse. We saw Jeter come alive for the first time, really, this season, uh, making his senior stamp come alive, which I thought was really great. And we saw, you know, what happens when uh, when our when our big three freshmen um, don't necessarily put up the points. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything because Green was just – his presence on the court is just so incredible. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need to score, but the, yeah. the effort and what that guy does on and off the ball uh, is, is just unreal. It's just unreal. I, he's he's the, my, my favorite. It's hard to pick a favorite this year, but he may be just because of everything he does. Uh, you know, I've always had Dylan Smith back. Uh, it was nice to see him come out um, his senior year and really show why Sean Miller's kept him on the roster for so long. 
and how he's developed into a player and kind of, you know, a crucial part of this team. Um, but not without a few heart palpitations. Uh, Pepperdine finished with Nico Mannion. You could see uh, see what we could do in real clutch situations. But uh, with that, God, that bank shot was just incredible. It was just incredible. Uh, but I, I was happy. All in all, you know, I'm disappointed that we didn't blow him out. But I'm happy to see us uh, in the earlier part of the season go through these tight games and get challenged, maybe not by the uh, A-plus talent of uh, the league, but at least get challenged and put in predicaments where they gotta they got to come together and, uh, and do some problem-solving rather than just walk through this first part of the season, especially going to the Baylor this weekend. But uh, since I went on a giant rant on the weekend, I'll let you start the Baylor preview, and then uh, then I'll, I'll follow up with my thoughts. I appreciate it, buddy. Well, you, you previewed, you alluded to that Baylor game that's happening in whatever part of Texas Waco's in. Middle of nowhere, basically. Uh, Baylor's 11th in the country, according to Ken Pomeroy. The stats whiz. Arizona's 19th. ESPN backs that up. They have Baylor as a 72.6% favorite to win that game. Line hasn't been released yet. They usually don't release lines until about 24 to 48 hours before the tip. But Baylor, 6-1 this season. They have won five straight games against who's who, including Texas State, University of Ohio, Coastal Carolina, University of Maryland, Eastern Shore, and the only good team they played was Villanova, who they beat by nine points. So this will be interesting. Uh, obviously, Baylor coached by one of the Drew brothers. I don't remember which one. The the, the one that looks like he's like you know fifteen. Uh, of course, they all do. So it doesn't really narrow yeah, it down yeah, too much. Sure. Scott Drew, I think is her name. Yeah. Uh, the one that didn't get fired by Vanderbilt. The other one. The other. Yeah. The other. <laughs> uh, so nine and zero Arizona, six and one Baylor. Playing off at the Farrell Center, not named for Will Farrell, named for some other guy named Farrell, I'm sure. I wish it was. That would be funny, since he has no connection to the university. But USC guy. Yeah, you know, and uh, we'll dive into USC later. But nonetheless, Tyler, what are your expectations for this game? Okay, so I see this This game can go two ways for me. When, you, when you're looking at the paper uh, and you're looking at the stats and essentially what Baylor's been able to do this year is uh, they got four guys. Granted, one of them's only taken three, 10 three-point attempts. Uh, shooting over 40% behind the arc, uh, which, as we saw this last weekend, is a bit of a weak point for us when a team gets hot. So if Baylor gets hot and starts draining those threes, we get in a lot of trouble real early. Uh, I think we'll be able to keep up, but I I am very nervous about that. Looking at this stat, uh, they went in the Villanova game, which I really is the only one I really take a close look at. They went 11 for 19 from three. Uh, if you want to do quick math, that's uh, 57%, 58 if we're rounding up. Um, and that that worries me a great deal, especially in an early game. Uh, I think it's a blessing that the <laughs> Big 12 championship is having coinciding with this game. So I don't know what the turnout will be uh, for Baylor basketball fans i don't know if there are nearly as many baylor basketball fans looking at their their court versus their football stadium i am assuming that most people will be will be stoked and out of town and trying to to root on their bears their one loss bears in the football game so i'm not too worried about the hostile crowd i think it'll definitely be there but we're also looking at was it is it spring break yet no uh, it's not no no, no. no. we're just the beginning of the summer no or it's spring break winter break um so i'm not too worried about an overwhelming uh you know, a fan effect on it, but I am very worried about us protecting the three. I imagine with this week off, Miller has has really driven to the point that we need to actually block people. Um, you know, we need to guard people and get off screens to make sure we're not giving up these open threes. There just needs to be more communication. You know, I, that's a quick fix for a week. 
um, uh, ideally, <laughs> but it's not. I, I think it's going to take a couple games. So I think we can be in a little bit of trouble here. Uh, but we're just so effective on the offensive side. I don't see us being blown out. I see us being in this game. We just have too many playmakers. Um, if we can just get a couple threes to not fall on the Baylor side and maybe get a little bit of a lead early and have them start chalking them up, I'm not worried about down low. We're a, we're a bigger team than Baylor um, down down in the paint. And I think Jeter, Najee, and uh, Coloco won't play, but I wish he would. God mm-hmm. bless him. I just put on another 30 pounds on that guy. We're, we're set. Um, and Ira Lee, I think, will be able to hold down uh, the four and five positions and, and make sure that we're we're getting offensive rebounds and we're getting the defensive rebounds that we need to be getting um, to keep us in this game and keep us competitive. The really only aspect I'm worried about is Baylor's three point shooting, um, which we've seen they can light it up. And if they if they you know shoot 57 percent from behind the arc, uh, this could be a long day for us. Uh, especially since it's a morning game, and it will affect my mood for the rest of the weekend. Sorry, buddy. I had some say you live and die by the uh, by the Arizona Wildcat basketball team. That's, that's passion, uh, right there. That's my, uh, my existence. That's, that's passion. Existence. So uh, that's you know let's 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 throw out a score prediction here. I'm going to go first. <clears throat> so I'm a big fan of Ken Pomeroy. I mentioned him earlier. He has Arizona as the eighth most efficient offense in the nation. They're like something like 320 Division One basketball teams. He has them number eight. He has them as the 49th ranked defensive team in terms of defensive efficiency, which isn't bad. I mean, if you're in the top 50, but you're doing pretty well for yourself. Uh, he has Baylor at 11 in terms of offensive efficiency and 33rd in defensive efficiency. They're not quite as good offensively, but a little better defensively, according to Ken Pomeroy. I'm going to go. I think Arizona wins this game. Oh, I love it. But, man, am I not confident in it. I'm going to go. I'm going to think it's going to be, if they win, it's going to be a walk-off. I think. They lost, they lost last year to Baylor at home. Even that team is awful. That Arizona team, I should say. I think there's there's a little bit of fire here. I think if people aren't really giving Arizona a lot of credit, it's still 12th. Uh, people like Seth Davis didn't even have him in their top 25. Uh, well, you got to play somebody, you know. Yeah, I know, but I mean, and I don't disagree with him. But this is your chance to play somebody. You're going to play Baylor, and then you're going to play Gonzaga in the span of three games. You're going to learn something real quick about your team, and you play that kind of competition. So I'm gonna win, I'm gonna say Arizona wins this one 75-73. Oh guess? wow! What are you calling a Baker last minute three pointer from the corner, or yeah, what are you yeah, thinking maybe. of Nico Manian drive? Nico Manian, Nico Manian, teardrop, a little, oh, a little teardrop. Oh, I love little, little Pepperdine two point out. Uh, we need a we no, we need a uh, we need at least one teardrop heartbreaker <laughs> where he just he just throws it up there and it sinks right yeah. in at the last second. I I see that I, I see this going back and forth. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a slugfest. Uh, I'm just hoping that the Baylor D isn't too much for us. I don't think it will be, but I, I, I could see that. I could see maybe a little bit higher scoring. I think we're going to push yeah. the pace with Baylor if we can if we can get out and keep it going. Um, so I'm thinking maybe like an 83-80. Let's go 83-80, high scoring affair. Yeah, I, like uh, I mean, what, we're number two in the country for scoring, so let's keep it up. Um, they might they might punch us in the gut. I think 70s might be a little bit more realistic, but yeah. I'm going to be optimistic. I think if we get into the 80s, that we win this game. Hard to argue with you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to adapt the, the game show sweeping the country, Pac-12 Superlatives, Yo. to the greatest sport on a court, talking about basketball. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the basketball games in the Conference of Champions this weekend. So the first game, we're going to start Friday. We're going to do Friday to Sunday. SC, 
the Fighting Trojans, who still have Clay Helton as their football coach, and Andy Enfield as their basketball coach. And I'm pretty sure if you ask any alumni of USC, they're not happy about either of those factoids. They, they play TCU Friday night, then Arizona Baylor Saturday morning. Other games that won't probably suck, Colorado goes to Lawrence to play Kansas. What's wrong with Kansas? Yeah, Oregon hosts Hawaii. That could be an interesting one. And the Sun Devils host Louisiana Lafayette. That should not be interesting. In the Sunday slate, Washington versus Gonzaga. Battle for, uh, not Emerald State, but whatever the nickname is. The Apple State? I don't know. Whatever Washington's is it nickname Apple is. State? I have no idea. I mean, Apple, whatever they, oh, it is. Yeah, because the Apple Cup for yeah, Wazoo. That makes Washington. sense. Well, Emerald yeah. State's Oregon. So yeah, it, those, two play, those two play on Sunday. So I'm going to go first. We're going to do what we did for football. That's game of the weekend, upset pick, blowout watch. And there's plenty of blowout watch picks. So... Upset pick. Um, I'm going to go gagging with a spoon on this one, my friend. I'm going Colorado over Kansas. Oh, you stole my God. It's the only real upset pick you can possibly pick this weekend. But Hawaii, or sorry, Colorado over Kansas, upset pick. Uh, Game of the weekend, going a little off the script here, Gonzaga versus Washington. I think Washington's a better team than people think. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I think Gonzaga's a little worse than people think. And I, I, I think that one's going to be fun, especially since they're playing in Seattle. That's my game of the weekend. Uh, in terms of blowout watch, I mean, really, you could pick any of these dumpster fires. But I'll go – I'm going to go a little off the radar again. I'm going to think – I think USC announces their arrival in a make-or-break year for Andy Enfield, the guy just trashed. I think, I think USC blows out TCU. Well, they don't have the albino kid anymore. No, they don't. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a different team yeah. uh, than it was uh, the last couple of years. They've been real dynamic. I mean, they're not bad by any means, and they're yeah. doing that coach is phenomenal. Jamie so, Dixon. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I see that. I could see that. I could see that. I, I don't disagree with any of those. I don't want to pick like like UCLA Denver or something because no, that's no, going to be no. a blowout. Well, you know? UCLA, yeah, Denver's awful. Yeah, they used and to be good back in the Cajuns day. Cajuns coming to uh, Tempe, though. Yeah. Oh, the Cajuns, yeah, they, that's, you know, we'll see. ASU, weird game last night yeah. with ASU. They were San Francisco was favored in that game. Yeah, I know. Well, San Francisco, oh, well, they were undefeated going into it, yeah. but ASU won by four at the last minute. They were trailing for most of the game. Yeah. Uh, God bless those San, those Bay Area boys. The Dons, baby. Yeah. The uh, Dons. But I like, yeah, I think um, only disagreement I'm going to have with you is I think Arizona versus Baylor is, is the game of the weekend simply because we've seen Washington play a ranked team and, and what they can do. We know Washington is a, is a pretty darn good team. Um, I don't think that's going to be a bad game by any means. Anytime Gonzaga and Washington play, it's always a lot of fun. Uh, God bless Gonzaga for playing the toughest preseason schedule uh, uh-huh. outside of outside of what Michigan just did, and then this got a wake up call uh, over at Louisville last night. Uh, but I think Colorado can beat Kansas. Uh, Kansas had all, they had all they could handle with that Dayton team, who is phenomenal. Yeah, post Archie Dayton is unreal. Well, Anthony Grant, former VCU and Alabama coach, really had that program rolling. Well, right snuffed out any excitement anyone had about Virginia Tech over the weekend. Holy cow, they just smoked them. Yep. everyone saw. Oh, Virginia Tech beat Michigan State. I just think Michigan State's a mess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the heck's going on. Well, I, I do. I do. You don't want to knock a guy for losing a sibling, but yeah. I think Cassius Winston's got a lot on his mind, and he's being the leader of that team. But uh, back to Pac-12. We're gonna, um, 
I think Colorado has a fair chance of being in Kansas. Yeah. Colorado's a seasoned team. They're not going to be intimidated by Love going to in there. Right. You know, I wish he played for Colorado. They State. love the underdog role. They, they they embrace it. That's what they do. Uh, Tyus Boyd's going to have his boys ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's going to be a fun game. Uh, if they don't beat them outright, I know they're going to keep it close. So that that'll be fun to keep an eye on what the line is even there. I wonder if they get double digits. Uh, you know, just Pac-12. But uh, probably not. They'll probably be a six, seven point line maybe. Um, and, yeah, the rest of the slate, I mean, you see USC versus TCU. USC, I'm having a hard time getting excited about. Yeah. Um, you and everybody uh, that, yeah. <laughs> that went to school there. Hawaii and Oregon. I mean, who? poor Hawaii. Uh, Endeavor at UCLA, who cares? Central Arkansas. Utah's just going to keep looking. Their record's going to show them looking like a good team until they face a good team um, and then lose substantially. But Central Arkansas is in for it. Uh, I think Santa Clara beats Cal. Santa Clara has always got a decent squad. Yeah, and Herb Sendek's um, still yeah. the coach there, isn't he? Is Herb Sendek the coach over there? I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's due diligence on my part. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, who cares about Wazoo? Um, <laughs> Kyle Smith. Yeah, yeah. Got to so build him up, say, but it's going to take a while. I'll say, I'll go with you. I'll go uh, I'll go upset Colorado at Kansas. I'll say it. I'll say it with you. We'll stand in solidarity, brother. Um, but I think Arizona wins, too, at Baylor. So we got two upsets. Uh, the blowout, I mean... God, yeah, you're right. What do you do with a blowout? I mean, Oregon, Oregon's going to blow the doors off Hawaii, right? Yeah. I mean, they got actually semi-decent squad this year, mm-hmm. so maybe not. But that's a tough place to play. Yeah, um, that's a and, long way to travel. And uh, the Oregon fans are going to want to be forgetting the lick the wounds from the football season right into basketball, and I think uh, they'll be they'll be all amped and ready to go there. So we well, saw that. Right not there. that. Uh, not uh, not saying. Not saying too much, but I think uh, should we move on? Yeah, I think, yeah. Let's you mentioned you mentioned the Oregon Ducks. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a, a segue. Hell of a segue. We're getting pretty good at this whole I thing. Know, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're episodes. I know. <laughs> we're slowly learning how to do this whole thing. So Utah plays Oregon for whatever reason. They play this game in the parking lot known as whatever the state Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, where there will maybe be twenty thousand people. On a Friday night, no less. It's like Larry Scott just goes out of his way to kick this conference in the shins. Anyway, Utah, Oregon. The Pac-12 title game everybody expected. The only issue is now Oregon has two losses and is playing for basically just pride. Utah is – actually, Oregon is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I for, No, sorry. Uh, Utah's. Utah's. Yeah, spread consensus. I, met, I read the wrong line. They'll probably go down to six. Utah is six-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 47 and according to ESPN's Football Power Index, Utah is a 51.1% chance of winning it. Basically, it's a coin flip. Tyler. Man, Tyler Hunley's a pretty good quarterback. And, man, can Kyle Whittingham coach, i got to tell you. Yeah. But what are what – I'm going to – I'll go first, and I'm going to ask you the same question. Just basically give me your pick and why you're going with whoever you're going to go with. I'll start. I think, you know, I want to say Utah wins this game. <laughs> But this is the Pac-12. The Pac-12 can't have anything nice. Oregon, I'm going with Oregon. Oregon's going to win. I oh, think, I could just, I think yeah, it's, it's going to be classic Pac-12. I think Oregon wins, and I would not surprise me if they win by double digits. I have nothing but respect for Kyle Winningham and what he's done at Utah. But this is the kind of game that the Pac-12 always stubs its toe on. And Oregon already stubbed its toe against Arizona State. I think they're going to come out not, you know, I think they're going to come out angry. I think they come out and they, they blow the doors off of Utah. That Utah's a great defense, but their offense, I'm still not convinced against the real defense, which Oregon has. Um, they have Thibodeau back and everything like that. I think I think Utah wins this game, and I don't want to be surprised if they cover the if they oh, Oregon, if Oregon. they win. Oh, sorry, sorry, Oregon Oregon wins this game, and if they do it by double digits, 
I'm going to go with a little, little lower score game because I think both defenses are pretty good. I'll go with 28-17. Oregon wow. Rams. 28-17. Yeah, you are so bold. You're, you're, you're bold. You're baiting people with that. I know. Uh, you're totally baiting people with that. I, oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. No. All right. All right. All right. Let's look, back it up. Back it up. <laughs> Back it up. All right. I, I, yeah, I, I know the. I got a different theory on how the Pac-12 goes down this year. We'll get to it when we go to the college football playoff picks. A little, a little tease there. A little tease. But I, I, Utah, Utah wins this game. Yeah. Utah wins this game. I, I the, the, the matter of how convincingly is gonna be is gonna be it. But we just saw Oregon's defense that we were touting all year had all they could handle against Oregon State last week in a rivalry game. I get it. It's a rivalry game. Uh, Oregon State had everything to play for. You know, I was rooting for them. I had them plus 19 and a half. was phenomenal. I didn't worry for a minute on that. Um, but uh, I just, Oregon, the off, so both defenses are, are, are pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Let's let's, let's put that aside. No one's both offenses are, are, are good. I would say Utah's offense is excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, multi-dimension. Hungary should be getting a lot more love for the Heisman. I, it's a West Coast bias. You're playing too late. It's just the problem that we're yeah. always going to have. So you know, we'll just have our own little bubble here. Yeah, Paul Fine Pacific. Call Fine. You know, Paul Fine Fine Bomb out there. You can't you know. have beaches with waves, and you know, you, you know, the Lord gives you what you what you need, not what yeah. you want. I but uh, you can't have beautiful mountains. Yeah, it's beautiful mountains. Cesspool to be a real football you star. Right? Yeah, you got to have. Yeah, yeah, you know, to get recognition in sports, you got to have the shitty Appalachians and freaking the Atlantic Ocean as your backyard. But um, I think Utah. I think it will be tight. I don't think Oregon's going to go down without a fight. Uh, oh, that was a nice little rhyme scheme there. Yeah, oh, oh. And I, uh, I, I, I could see, I think 28, uh, you know, 28, 27, 28, 24. I, I would have trouble laying the six and a half here. Yeah. I could see them covering, but I, this is just going to be a, a dogfight. And yeah. I think the way that the, the Pac-12, you know, not to blow up the next section, but the, the way the Pac-12, I think it's going to be too tight for them. Uh, the committee's going to see that Utah struggled with a 12th-ranked team instead of a 9th-ranked team mm-hmm. in Baylor, and Oklahoma or Baylor somehow gets in, depending on what happens, uh, and, and we get left out again. because Just because Oregon slept walk through an ASU game, we're going to be screwed again. Um, but yeah, Utah wins this one. Let's get it going. So I yeah I, I, I can honestly your playoff say, picks say Utah. I mean, what is this? You're talking out both sides of your mouth. I'm I sorry. know, I know. Um, I am. I'm making sure you're paying attention. Oh, I guess so. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here are my picks for the other. We're gonna pick the dragon. We're gonna rally these off real quick so we can get to the playoff because that's uh, the that's the bread and butter. That's, yeah, that's what the what people, people want to know. So the the picks of the dragon this week are just gonna focus on your college championship games because obviously it's the only thing happening this weekend. I'm gonna rattle them off real quick. Oklahoma. Nine-point favorite against Baylor. I think they win by double digits. Whoa! Memphis is going to beat Cincy, but they're not going to cover that nine-point spread. LSU covers against Georgia. I think they win that thing by at least 14 points. Spread right now is at seven. Hawaii covers against Boise. Uh, I think Boise's good, but a 14-point line is a little bit strong. Clemson, I wanted to say, they, I put it originally in the script, they cover against UVA. You talked me out of it. 28 and a half is way too much. UVA still loses, but only loses about like... 28? Yeah, 26, <laughs> 25, uh, maybe 28. There's a safety. They do 25. There's yeah, a it's going to be a bad beat. I think it's going to be a bad beat uh, kind of thing. And I think you know Wisconsin's going to lose to Ohio State, but 16 and a half points is a lot. I think they lose by 14. I'm a, I'm a bold guy. What can I say? And Tyler, your t- turn. 
And then we're going to talk about our playoff no, I, Gosh, I, I wanted to really put the action in there. All right, this is my softest pick of the week, or maybe the season, but I, I, I have a hard time laying six and a half with Central Michigan in the uh, in the MAC championship that everyone's dying to see this week, I believe, at 10 a.m. Yeah, 10 a.m. on Saturday. Uh, so my, Miami, Ohio is playing their best football they've played all year in the second half of the season. Um, Central Michigan's been blowing out the bottom half of the uh, the MAC, and I think that's where this kind of bias is coming from. Uh, so I think that they keep it much. They can keep it within a touchdown, six and a half. Hopefully it goes up to seven uh, by game time because a lot of the public money is going on Central Michigan. So I got that. I'm not messing with the Sun Belt. I'm not messing with Conference USA. Lord knows what's going to happen there. I didn't even like the American. Oh, well, I do. You know what? I like the American. Cincinnati played it cool um, on a game that really didn't matter to them um, and still hung around with Memphis. They're giving them nine and a half. Uh, again, this is for the, the Power Five, uh, you know, Fiesta Bowl berth here. Or what is the buy? I don't know what the bowl is. This uh, I think it's the, cotton. I think it's cotton. The cotton bowl. Fiesta Bowl is part of the playoffs. Oh, that's right. Oh, well, that'll be fun. Um, so they're getting nine and a half. Uh, I think I think that's plenty. For Cincinnati, I could be awfully wrong here. Once again, I don't have a, a ton of confidence. Um, in Ohio State, uh, one of the notes, Fields had one of his worst games against Wisconsin. Yeah. And they still blew him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota. God, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. God, not rowing that boat right to hell last week. Jeez, yep. that, was, that was ugly. That was real ugly. Uh, Wisconsin, I mean, they're going to come in with a ton of confidence. But you got... Oh, Ohio State's the best team in the country on both sides of the ball, I feel like. I, they're just unreal. Um, and they're always overshadowed by the SEC. Uh, I, I think this one gets out of hand uh, in the second half. I can see it being close in the first, and then just as time goes on, Ohio State just beats you up. Yeah. Um, so I'll lay the 16 and a half. Who cares? Uh, this might be my worst week yet. I don't have a ton of confidence in any of these, but you got to pick something. So what do I do have confidence? I have confidence Ohio State's going to win. I have confidence that Boise State's going to win. I have confidence that LSU's going to win. And I have confidence that Utah's going to win. So what are we going to do here? For the real pick of the dragon this week, we're going to go money line Parlay. Ooh. 100 pays 150 So not bad. You take OSU, Boise State, LSU, and Utah on the money line. Um, and you get a nice little 150 payout on your 100 Uh That means you get 150 on top of the 100 you get back. When yeah. You win, you know? and then, so 250 total. But... Um, that's where I'm at with that. Uh, but we got we got four minutes. Let's let's jump into the playoff uh, and see what we can do. All right. So my playoff in order. I think LSU should top seed because I think they win. Ohio State two, Clemson three, and ignore that script. Oklahoma the fourth seed. I think Utah loses to Oregon. I had some uh, soul searching between when I wrote the script and when <laughs> and now. The Jeff Sagarin ratings and Sagarin. If you're not sure who he is, he he is kind of like the Ken Palm of football. Has Utah as the ninth-ranked team in his ratings. He's got Oklahoma as the sixth-ranked team. He also has Alabama at four and Georgia at five. I mean, I don't agree with that. But that being said, uh, I think I think that it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Oklahoma the four seed, which you know sucks for the Pac-12. I mean, even if they win, I don't know if Utah gets that four seed, like you said, just because of the kind of you know the kind of. Uh, Disrespect the Pac-12 gets. They're they're just kind of always like Rodney Dangerfield. You know, they can't, can't get no respect. You know, no, it's 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 the bottom line. I, they got to blow. Utah's gonna have to blow them out. They're gonna yeah. have to win by fourteen to twenty points. Yeah. I mean, uh, or else the, the, they're just gonna overlook them completely. Yeah. Especially if Oklahoma. Well, I mean, I'm not so confident Oklahoma wins uh, no. either. 
I do have them, but I I have a I'm Ohio State. Yeah. Number one, I think they handle Wisconsin. It's going to be impossible to not keep them. They keep them one. Um, LSU number two, number three Clemson, and number four Oklahoma. Unless Baylor shows up uh, and, and goes a little nuts, because then Baylor gets in, right? Yeah. When Baylor beats Oklahoma. Their only loss is to Oklahoma, who's been a top ten team. Yeah. Besides, after the week of the Kansas, oh no, they still were after the Kansas State. Yeah, so I think they're so. floating around nine ten. Um, the theory is, for the listeners, the theory is why Utah gets in, is that if the pa- if the playoff committee was going to punish Utah for the weak schedule, they would have done it sooner. Yeah, they wouldn't have put them right behind Georgia, and that's that's saying that the Pac twelve gets in this year. Uh, I don't know if Utah has a you know, Ice Cube's chance in hell <laughs> to beat any of these other three teams because they are just so above and beyond. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to segue to the playoff and pick who's going to the championship and who's winning. Ooh. And then I want to hear yours. Ooh, I like if it. That's cool. So, like all right. It. So, whoever gets in on the four is losing. So, yeah. well, who cares? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> Big 12, Pac-12, who cares? Yeah. They, they, they just... They, the rest of these other three are just too good. Yeah. So, if I'm seeing Ohio State, I think Ohio State could very easily take it all. But I think Clemson beats LSU. I think Clemson being disrespected, mm-hmm. winning, coming off a 31-game win streak, yeah. goes in and just punches them. I mean, I, prove me wrong. That's how history has played out with this Clemson team year after year that yeah. they've won it. No one respects them. Mm-hmm. And then despite the fact that they're the longest undefeated streak in the country, uh, they got all the pieces. Trevor Lawrence, they expected to be Jesus Christ on the field. And he's recovered after a couple they, of sloppy games. Yeah. And you know what? The kid's a sophomore. Give it, cut him a break. Even the best players have bad days. I've seen Rodgers get blown out by the Chargers this year. Yeah. Not be able to do crap. You don't see him saying they're not. He's not going to make the Hall of Fame. I give the give a sophomore, a nineteen year old kid, a break. He's going to be human sometimes, and I, I just think they have. Dabo Sweeney gets his guys up like no one else, and I see an Ohio State Clemson final. I'm praying for that. Ohio State till still too good on both sides of the ball. Sneaks one out in the zinger. Last you know last minute drive, down comes back. Doesn't give Trevor Lawrence the ball back. Ends it with uh, with no time on the clock. Like and that's it. it. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? So I'm well because you and I have different seeds for different teams. Well, go ahead. I think LSU wipes the floor with either Utah or Oklahoma in that first round game, the one four matchup. I think Ohio State beats Clemson in that two three matchup, which could be the game of the entire playoff because those two teams are incredible. Well, like, it's so much fun. I think that's like a 49 45 game. It's gonna game. be it's gonna be, it's gonna be like the the or the Rose Bowl a couple years ago. Uh, when it was Georgia versus Oklahoma. So my my championship then is Ohio State versus LSU and Bayou Bengu and, you know, the Go Tigers. Go uh, Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I would love to see a word. My name. My name's Ed Ogeron. We're going to win this game. We're filming. We're swimming swamp people. Yeah, yeah. Swamp people. Uh, Season swamp 11 right now. I got to get back to the bayou. Uh, I, I, I love to celebrate. I interviewed him last year when he was here at the Fiesta Bowl. He talked just like this the entire time. Uh, I was like, phenomenal. I was trying game. to understand him. It was, it, was, it was fascinating. Anyway. Anyway. LSU national title. Who wins the Heisman? I'm going with Joe Burrow. Do you have... Uh, how do you argue anyone else? The guy's minus a thousand. They took him off the board. Congratulations to anyone... 
they got Joe Burrow at plus 200 preseason for freaking the Heisman pick. I should, because I saw him play against well, the that. You can see that. You can sell that. Well, you see that you can sell your tickets now. Yeah. So you can sell it. Say you have a money line ticket that you can sell it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure everybody heard it. Well, Cousin Sal bought a ticket for like 50K for like some outrageous for the New Orleans Saints to win uh, the NFC um, division. So. And then they had that that call cost him like fifty k. Yeah. But it was like yeah, like a like a five to one on that. Like he was gonna cash two fifty or something like that. But, yeah. But yeah, I uh, I don't I don't disagree with that. I could see. I mean, really, we don't know. That's why they gonna play the game. Yep. All right. All right, buddy. Well. Well, for Tyler Von Drack, I'm Christopher Bowen. Until. Uh, until next time. Until the next time, whenever that may be. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the football, and as always, adios.